0: Hey everyone, welcome to Twisted Thinking, the podcast that helps you keep your thoughts flexible. My name is Kristen, and today we're talking about a saying as old as the hills. I I guess you could call this a continuation of episode 15 titled Love is Allowed, where I explore the idea that yes, we're allowed and even encouraged to love people who have done bad things, even if those bad things were done to us. Now in that episode, I very briefly touched on the entirely Christian saying of love the sinner, hate the sin, but I wanted to address it fully in its own episode. And so here we are. Now, this episode is much more quote-unquote religious than others, and it is heavily skewed to Western ideology, so if that is not something that you're into, you may want to give it a pass. However, I do encourage you to stick around regardless, because the final message is universal. Okay, love the sinner, hate the sin. This is a saying we hear bandied about in the Christian community Basically, when Christians want to feel righteous about their judgment of others, but still give the illusion of being Christ-like, I guess it's, it's like meant to take the sting out of telling someone they're going to hell for something that they are, or something that they do, or something that they believe. In case you're wondering, I come very heavily down on the side of, this saying is a load of bullshit. And pardon my bluntness here, but this is something I feel very strongly about and a message that I need people to pay attention to. I know I'm being harsh, but before you get too upset with me, let me ask you a question. What verse does Jesus say that? Can you point it out to me? Can you give me that verse? Can you tell me where Jesus speaks this profound commandment? Let me answer for you. You can't because he doesn't. He does say, love thy neighbor as thyself, but I'm pretty sure that there's a period at the end of that sentence. He never says, love thy neighbor as thyself unless he's a thief, or a liar, or an abuser, or a drug addict, or a homosexual, or transgendered, or questioning about religion, or anything at all. Jesus never gave us permission to put conditions on our love. He just tells us to love people. Period. That's it. That's the end of the argument right there. Now, maybe someone out there is arguing that this is a follow by example kind of thing. Something that they're doing because, you know, Jesus dined with sinners regularly, but he never condoned the sins, so therefore he must have judged them. And to those people, I say, okay. I don't personally know what was in his head in those moments. Um, But if you think you do, that's fine. But it doesn't matter. And you know why it doesn't matter? You're not Jesus. You're human. Just like me, and just like Bob, and Brother John at the monastery, and Sister Teresa at the uh, convent, and the Pope, and any preacher, and any priest. We're all human. We only know what he told us. And he told us to love everyone without condition. Quick story time. It is absolutely no secret that I am a woman who is romantically interested in other women. I have been in a monogamous relationship with my wife for over six years now. And before that, I was also in other monogamous relationships with people of the same sex. Yes, you hear me talk about my ex-husband, and I'm sorry if that confuses you, but I am a grown woman and I can love who I want to love when I want to love them. Anyway, I came out to my mom at 16 uh, and I did this after I was forced to by my girlfriend's mom because she had discovered our relationship and either she'd either threatened to tell my parents or maybe she just started rumors that were guaranteed to get back to my parents. I can't remember exactly what happened. Anyway, I told my mom and by extension my dad and aside from some initial hubbub that was slightly dramatic, everything was fine you know bless my parents too because in 1996 97 this was a huge huge deal and i know people who had some really rough times and i actually i actually have no idea if my parents ever said anything to anyone else in the family but i never did and i i didn't officially come out to my aunts and uncles until 2006 and i never said a word to my grandmother until i married my wife in 2016 but I never lived a lie, either. I was always open about who I was living with and their status in my life. And my family accepted everyone, even if they didn't like them. They never made me or any of my partners feel less than, or outcast, or honestly judged. So fast forward to a few years ago, and I'm having a conversation with a member of my family about something. I don't remember what it was now. Religion, sin, something. And my lifestyle is brought up. And during the few minutes after that, I discovered two things. One, I was loved. But number two, I was also judged based on my quote-unquote choices. They flat out told me that even though they loved me, they hated my lifestyle. It was textbook, love the sinner, hate the sin and I was floored. I had so many questions. The first one was, how did they separate me from what they perceived was my sin, in other words, my lifestyle? Did the me that they loved float in this bubble outside of all of the sin? Was it just sin, or was it just that sin of homosexuality, or were there others that they also hated Like my tattoos, or my smoking, or the fact that I wore mixed fibers, or on occasion ate shellfish. Did they just conveniently blot out out all of my sins until all that was left was just some pure little light that kind of hovered above everything, and then that is what they gave their love to? It hurt me. It damaged me in a thousand little ways. But the big way, the big one, was my loss of trust. I found myself asking if I could trust a love that was wrapped around a core of hate. And if this person was doing that, was everyone else in my life doing the same thing? How could I trust anything else from any other person that purported to love me? In that instant, in that conversation, I felt so betrayed and so sad and so alone. The fact that this person that I thought would support me through anything would say something like this to me and honestly believe it through everything into question, including my faith. It made me question how hate related to the type of traditional Christianity that I based my belief system on, and then that led down all sorts of different paths. But the funny thing is that the questioning path this sent me on led me straight to where I am now with my faith, and that is nothing is above love. Love of God, love of neighbor, love of self. These are things that I deem most important. These are the things that I concern myself with. This is how I want to be remembered. Not love with conditions, not love and hate wrapped up in a nice little church biscuit, not tough love. No, I'm talking about the kind of love that Jesus talks about and commands us to give, which is unconditional So for those of you Christians that have ever believed or followed this command, and I use the term very loosely, I would like to remind you, Jesus never told me to judge you for falling short. He never told me to hate you because you don't believe the same things as I do, or slept with somebody out of wedlock, or you lied on your taxes, or you cheated on a test, or you slapped me in the face, or you insulted my honor. He never said to hate anyone for any reason. As a matter of fact, he made a point to tell us not to judge people because Jesus knew he was the only one who would ever be qualified to do that. I was on Facebook a few days ago and someone shared a quote that embodies exactly what I mean. And I don't know where it came from, and so I'm not sure who to credit, so I apologize. But it says, Be present, light the way. Love them regardless. Our job is to love ourselves, love one another, help one another, have compassion for one another, regardless of what we've done or have the capacity to do. Lift one another up and do our damnedest to make other people understand that they are worthy of love simply because they exist and for no other reason. Because when people understand that and they own that deep down, then they're able to spread that feeling and it catches on like wildfire and eventually we make the world a better place. What do you think? Do you think the saying love the sinner hate the sin has any validity? Do you have any biblical proof that you would like to share with me? Or do you have a similar story of how this saying was used to hurt you that you'd like to get out there? Let me know. That's all for today. If you've enjoyed this episode, head over to podchaser.com forward slash twisted thinking and leave a review. If something I said caught your attention and you want to continue the conversation, I invite you to join my discord server. It's free and easy to use. Just click on the link in the show notes. A big thank you to my patrons. Without them, none of this would be possible. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, be blessed and stay twisted.